Uh, welcome, welcome, and uh, feel free at any point if you want to call in today to join in on these topics, you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us over in our KBLA chat right now. You can go over there, have yourself a ball, just get into the conversation, just go for it. Why not? Uh, we are having some good conversations today regarding a few things that I feel like are a little bit deep with another great contributor that you are familiar with. Uh, so I'm excited to have this conversation. I do want to uh, <laughs> let you know, maybe I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the rundown later. But I have to say I have to say this, you know, I made a real big deal about this the other day saying that um, Chloe Bailey had walked by all these these journalists. And I'm like, you know what, everybody is allowed to have themselves a bad day, right? A bad day or two that is definitely possible. But what do you say when she does it again? I have video. Insert video now. <laughs> Insert video because I have had that experience once again. And I really like her as a person and as an artist. But she definitely rolled right by the black journalist once again at a black event. Uh, nonetheless, we will probably get into that all a little bit later. Um, let me give you some updates really quickly uh, just because... I think we should. So uh, I told you yesterday, Nicki Minaj offered to pay for the college for the 14-year-old boy who shot and killed the man who um, had assaulted his mother. You know, all charges were dropped, but Nicki Minaj praised him and said, you know, he did a good thing. Any son would probably do that for his mom. And uh, the mom has graciously accepted the money, the funds from Nicki Minaj or anybody else for that matter who is willing to help her son. So I think that's great. Um, Mary J. Blige, we hear now that she is, everybody's kind of coming out with the, with a biopic or they're developing a biopic, which is a really good thing because we are interested in the stories of these people. I'm very interested in Nicki Minaj's biopic, by the way. I just think she has come from a place where we may be familiar with or we could be able to relate to her. So she is working on that. That is in development. And when it comes out, you already know. I got you. I will bring that information to you. Um, 19 years ago, the movie White Chicks came out from the Wayans Brothers. If you remember the movie White Chicks, definitely it, it was it was a hit for a lot of people it was sort of a hood classic uh because it's the wayans i, I maybe i shouldn't say a hood classic <laughs> but i guess you know for for lack of a better term uh it was that and now marlon wayans is asking if there should be another one if they should approach the um studios and and ask them to get behind white chicks another white chicks film I want to know what you think. Do you think that White Chicks was good enough? Because people do refer to it all the time. And that's why we call it a classic. Because no matter what, if you are able to pull out memes and pull out different lines and examples and um, do that from one particular movie over the span of 19 years, then probably it would be considered a classic. So let me know if you think we should get behind them. Do another White Chicks too. I don't know. Um, congratulations are in order to are uh, in order for John Legend and his wife Chrissy Teigen. They've welcomed their fourth baby, which is great because if you follow them at all, you'll know that they had a miscarriage of one of their children. It was really hard on both of them, but they have just welcomed their fourth baby. So congratulations to them, Madonna. She's trending right now because she was hospitalized after being found unresponsive. Obviously, Madonna was a huge part of 
the the fabric or she was the soundtrack a lot of her her music was the soundtrack to a lot of people growing up she, i sort of say that she was the fabric woven into the fabric of our dna of our maybe not our dna but woven into the fabric of our uh maybe childhood for me so she's trending a lot of people know who madonna is and um you know we were wishing her well we don't know why she was found unresponsive but she was rushed to the hospital hopefully she is doing very very well she's recovering uh but we will bring you more information when we find that information out um the question of the day i think it's a good one uh bow wow Y'all know Bow Wow. He said he has not heard any music to date right now in this in this time. He's not heard any music that he will hear 30 years from now. Do we agree with that? Is that a is that something that we want to agree with? Um, It's a it, it's I don't know how I feel. I'm, I'd have to dig real deep. OK, I, I'd have to dig real deep to say, to find something that I would think could last for uh, 30 years that I'll hear in 30 years. Andy, what say you? Andy knows his music. I got to hear from from the man himself. <laughs> Robin, stop capping. What? Why? you? What? You really got to dig deep. I got to dig deep. Stop it. Who, stop who, it. who, Andy, give me give me three. Give me three songs or artists that you will hear in 30 years from now. From now? Yeah. My point taken. No, that's what I'm saying. What you mean? We're on the same page then. Okay, you talk about you got to dig deep. Oh, you got to dig deep to find, find an artist. Exactly. Okay, all right, never exactly. mind. Yes, yeah, so we're on the same. Okay, all right. Because I was about to say, tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, yes, I think that there it, it would be hard to find an artist or songs that we will hear 30 years from now. So I do think Bow Wow is making a good point. I'm going to put that in the poll because I want to hear from you. Do you agree with that or do you not? Let's go ahead and jump into the Raw Report. Now it's time for a breakdown. All right. Um, <laughs> Roseanne Barr entered the chat. I don't know where she came from, but uh, <laughs> we'll get to what she said. Who is owing her a thank you? Roseanne Barr. Come on, Roseanne. Um, although I did love the Roseanne Barr show. I, I I have to admit, I loved her on that show. But she's saying that a specific person has uh, is owing her a thanks because she's paved the way for some things. Well, we'll talk about it. And if it's true, does, she, does that hold any bearing whatsoever? We're also going to talk about Neo uh, and his children's mother of his of his. Uh, youngest two children there's something interesting happening here there's a lot going on but this woman has now spoken up and she's bringing a different perspective to why we're hearing so much about neo we've been talking about it for a while we knew that there were some issues with his um his marriage to crystal renee we knew that she had made some of her own um accusations and things like that but now the youngest kid's mother is speaking out in love actually in love Possibly um, alluding to some things that may be going on with him. I want to discuss it and what that looks like in general. Uh, we will talk about that and possibly award season. I still got to talk about it because I went to another award show last night and, you know, some things happened and it was it was what it was. But I got to talk, talk about it. Ha have we gotten away from opulence? Have we got away from from excellence when it comes to black award shows? We'll, we'll break it all down on the other side. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. 
one more update that I forgot to mention that I just skipped right over in my notes. This one is a big, big deal. Okay, you all are very familiar, I'm sure, with the Exonerated Five, and I'm so excited and happy to hear that Yusef Salam, who is one of the Central uh, Central Park Five, he uh, declares his victory in the city council in Harlem City Council. Let's go ahead. He has a, a he had a press conference and he made this announcement. Let's listen. As a 15-year-old child, to be lodged in the belly of the beast, I was gifted to turn that experience into the womb of America. I was gifted because I was able to see it for what it really was, a system that was trying to make me believe that I was my ancestor's wildest nightmare. But I am my ancestor's wildest dream. That's powerful. Congratulations to Yusef Salam. That is fantastic news. Uh, let's go ahead and get to one of our very favorite contributors that we have on the Raw Report. You all know him. He's uh, no stranger to KBLA. You can hear him on Fridays. Sitting in for Ariva Martin in real time, producer, host, actor extraordinaire, <laughs> Avi Bernard. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you today, Avi? I'm doing well, Robin. Always a pleasure to speak with you. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate you asking. Let me get your thoughts very quickly on, uh, I'm sure that you heard that news earlier as well on Yusef Salam. Big, big deal for this man who had gone through what he did at the age of 15. And now here we are. I mean, exonerated and now city council. What do you think? Man, that is the best news I've heard in a while. (laughs) Yeah. Those, Those five kids, they were kids. Yeah. And they were wrongly accused and spent years and years in jail behind corrupt officers and a corrupt system that wanted nothing more for them but to see them in jail. And this man overcame that to become an elected official in the city that did him wrong like that. It Mm -hmm. is beautiful to see. I hope he can continue to ascend and have a great political career and create some of the change that we need in New York and in the country. Mm. So well said. I completely agree with you. Hopefully we will uh, continue to follow him, his career, and the other four as well. I know they had done some great things, but uh, we'll keep our eye on them and uh, bring you bring you news to the Raw Report, of course. Um, okay, let's, let's get into this, Avi. <laughs> I want to know your thoughts on this. <laughs> Roseanne Barr, who... Well, I'm actually I know she's been controversial. She said some 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 crazy things in the past, but I actually am a fan of Roseanne Barr, at least in her acting, the shows that she had been a part of. Um, I know she can be crazy. All right. But um, she actually just recently put out a post of her on the cover of Vanity Fair looking very provocative and she's curvy. She's plus size. And she she said, when is Lizzo going to thank me for paving the way? In homage to Botero, she's giving out a, a, a shout out. Now, she's saying Lizzo basically owes her a thank you for paving the way for curvy women in Hollywood. You know, in short, that's pretty much my, you know, what I say from it. What are your thoughts about that? And the fact that she's sort of like taking on this credit for Lizzo and asking Lizzo to give her some props. What do you think about this? Okay, so I think a couple things about this. 
Firstly, I am not a fan of Roseanne. That rhymes. <laughs> Bars. But listen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Roseanne, first of all, she's not even curvy, okay? In the, in the show, Roseanne, uh, her husband was John Goodman. John Goodman is more curvy than Roseanne. That's the first thing. Okay? Okay. The second thing, the second thing is that Roseanne, this is the person who blamed being racist on being sleepy. She said, I'm not racist. I was just sleepy. Yes. If, yes. You, remember, if you remember in a 2018 tweet, she compared uh, Barack Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett. If you don't know she who did. Valerie Jarrett yeah. is, look her up right now. Yep. Valerie Jarrett is this beautiful, eloquent, older woman, brilliantly intelligent. And so uh, Roseanne said, uh, when the Muslim Brotherhood and an ape have a baby, you get Valerie mm-hmm, Jarrett. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. so you know, I, I'm obviously she lost her show like that same week. I think she did. She did. And so, and and, and what she said, she blamed she blamed that tweet on her taking an Ambien. All right. So she said, "I'm not racist. I was just sleepy." So I'm gonna have to go ahead and pass on anything that that Roseanne Barr says. <laughs> she has no credibility. Uh, she doesn't deserve any credit. How you how, how you compare yourself to Lizzo? You you're not even a singer. You're not even in that part of the entertainment industry. Roseanne needs to go back to sleep. I mean, honestly, you lost your show. Take for another ambient. Don't nobody want <laughs> <laughs> to hear from Roseanne on this or anything else. Go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. You know what? Everything you said, Avi, is correct. I agree with you. I know she's been very controversial and even uh, borderline hated in the industry by uh, a lot of different people for things that she has said. Um, again, I will even clarify further. I was a fan of the Roseanne Barr show. I was a fan of her, and this was years ago. Uh, so, but obviously, I wrote a story on on that entire thing uh, when I was a writer some years ago when she made that mm. stupid, stupid uh, uh, comment. And you're right. She did lose her show. I mean, everything just went downhill for her. So for her to kind of peek her head out and say something like this, I think it's pretty funny that um, I think it was uh, Mimi who says in our YouTube who says that Roseanne needs to have a seat. I definitely agree with you. And um, for her to try to take some credit and put Lizzo in the mix, I think that maybe she's trying to um, clout chase, you know, to a certain degree. Because once you get to a to an age and to, you know, Roseanne Barr, there's no doubt about it. She has her own uh, acclaim and she's been famous for years and things like that. But, you know, she's not on anybody's map right now. However, Lizzo is. Lizzo is, in fact, she's, she's in fact, in everybody's mouth. <laughs> Everybody, good, bad, ugly. And as a matter of fact, there's a video of her today. That was posted where she's crying. She's she's standing over at the Beyonce concert. And you remember Beyonce mentioned all of these beautiful women, black women in her song. And she mentioned Lizzo and Lizzo looks to Beyonce like so many people do as an icon. And she adores her and she's such a fan. And so Lizzo is sitting at Beyonce's concert where you mention her name in front of thousands and thousands of people. Um, what what an honor, number one. So. She doesn't, you know, my thoughts are that maybe perhaps Roseanne is trying to get some clout. I don't know what that comment was all about, but we also know that she doesn't have to thank Roseanne Barr for opening up the doors for anything. <laughs> so and let me uh, add one thing. Let me yeah, add one thing, though, sure. Robert, too. Because, and not only uh, does she not deserve credit, but I think it should be noted that she said this about a black woman, too. Yeah. She didn't say Megan Trainer owes her a thank you. Exactly. She didn't say a. 
He didn't say Adele owes her a thank you. Mm -hmm. He came specifically for a black woman, and I don't think that was an accident. Mm, yeah, definitely right. Again, I think it was. Uh, I think it was a, a clout chase. I think it was a moment for her to try to capitalize on the name of Lizzo and Pretty Brown Mimi. Again, made a great point. Just, just like you did, Avi. She said Roseanne is white and she's not a singer and she needs to seek therapy. <laughs> so we, we will definitely exactly. we'll agree with that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave that there. Uh, we we all agree on that matter right there. Um, this is let's something. Leave Roseanne in bed. Let's re leave Roseanne in bed uh, after she took another Ambien. Okay, so I need to to talk about this, and I actually want to get to it right now. We may move this conversation over on the other side as well. But there's a lot going on with Neo. We know that he had been in the uh, headlines for months if not years with his ex-wife crystal renee who she had accused him rightly so of cheating on her we now know that that was was true he did and at the time his mistress sade uh he wound up having two children with her now they're going through it's not a messy uh tr you know custody thing it's not messy i wouldn't say she kind of went and clarified that today but it is in the headlines. It's messy when you think about the entire situation. Just the fact that he was married. He had children outside of his marriage. So all of that is, in fact, messy. But the the mother of his children, she's saying, listen, if, you, if no other time, if at no other time, please, today, try to listen with your hearts. She's trying to tell all the trolls who would normally speak out about this to just silence the the. Silence the Twitter fingers today and just listen with open ears and listen with your heart. And what she's saying is that she actually thinks that he is going through a certified legitimate midlife crisis. And she says that he has these addictions. She says he has a sex addiction. This is not the first time we've heard about it. His ex-wife also mentioned that he had this addiction as well. And she's making this point that instead of bashing him, he needs some help. He needs help and he needs love. And I thought that that was an interesting take on it. Just the fact that she's trying to extend some some grace to him. But I, th I think she raised a different issue here that I'm pretty curious about. One would never really think we have this tendency to think, I, I guess, in society that once you've become successful, you've made all this money, uh, you have this fame, you have anything that you want. You have children, you've been married, you have the lifestyle that you don't necessarily go through a midlife crisis. But the fact that she raised this issue being on the inside, she's in his inside circle and she's bringing this to the forefront. I think it's pretty interesting to discuss, but you know, we, we can break it all down, but give me off top. What are your thoughts about this? And, and maybe you can, as a man, um, I don't know if you have any other experience seeing something unfold like this, Avi, give me your thoughts. Well, I think it's really hard to diagnose someone's mental well-being or lack thereof when you're not intimately involved in that person, especially if you're not uh, a medical professional. And so it's it's really hard to say what he's going through. I would say that he he's exhibiting some behaviors that are disturbing. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you remember, uh, I don't remember exactly the date, but his, uh, his ex, Crystal Smith, she posted, she made a post on Instagram uh, really dogging him, calling him a narcissist, saying that he's he's uh, cheating with sex workers unprotected and mm -hmm. and all these things. And, and the last eight years of my life have been a complete waste other than my children who, mm -hmm. I, who I gained with him. And he likes that post. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He liked that post, and um, and which is really really strange in and of itself. And I think he had this really bizarre diss track talking about her, and mm-hmm. you know, like who, what R and B singer makes a diss track about their ex like that? I mean, you're not a rapper, you know. Rappers talk mm-hmm. about you know uh, women in negative terms all the time, and I guess sometimes R and B singers do as well. But it's just it was just really bizarre, and he's he's kind of been. He's kind of been on the downside of his career for a while now. And I think that for anyone going into the phase of life, he's 43. Mm. And anyone who is entering their their middle ages and I think midlife crises are a possibility. And I think that I was I'm not a I'm not a superstar. I can't say this for sure. But I would say that, in my opinion, the more famous you are, the the harder a midlife crisis is probably going to hit you because Mm. you've are you've experienced so much more than most people do in their whole lifetime and now to know that you're, you're probably never going to make another hit you're you're probably you know your best days are probably behind you mm. uh you know it's, it's it's probably hard to, to to live with so i don't know what he's going through but of course you, you want everyone to do well and and if, if he's going through something then hopefully he will uh he will recover yeah wow um Mm, I have my thoughts on this. I'll, I'll give them on the other side, but it is it's heartbreaking nonetheless to watch someone who I actually knew Neo at one point um, years and years and years ago, probably 1999, 2000 um, area. And, uh, so just having any sort of connection, but just as a human being watching somebody go through this in the public eye, it's just really heartbreaking. So I'll give my thoughts on this on the other side. I'm a woman, but I'm going to give it my best shot, obviously. So, uh, so sit tight. <laughs> Let's keep you around and we will bring this forward on the other side. You are listening to The Raw Report. Right now we've got news, traffic and sports. If you're just joining us, welcome, welcome. Lavelle Delone. Welcome. I see your comment. He's te- talking about Taylor Swift, who has a career about singing about exes. Yeah, uh, we'll see if that is the path for Neo talking about his exes. We don't know. We are in the middle of having a conversation about Neo and the fact that his youngest children's mother, Sade, is speaking up on him. And uh, she's making some some claims about her ex or the guy she was dealing with, which is Neo. A superstar, definitely singer, songwriter, actor, all of these different things. And we have our contributor, Avi Bernard, who's on with us. And he actually made a really good point. And Avi, I I actually want to continue down that path. I was having this conversation in the studio where where we were discussing what that looks like for an average person, not just a man. And, you know, women as well. We go through our own type of, I don't even want to call it a midlife crisis. People just go through an evolve, you know, a, a process of evolving to a different person or different experiences. And for Neo, who became very famous at a young age, he became rich at a, at a very young age. He experienced women. He experienced the lifestyle, all of those things. And, and to Avi's point, most of us who don't have that, we go through life still believing that there's better, still believing that there's more. You know, we often talk about manifesting the life that you want. That's why that's such a big industry. Mm-hmm. Any manifestation is a big industry because we still believe that there is more and better for our lives. Whereas someone like Neo, and this is all speculation, by the way, ne- neither one of us are are certified. We're not professionals nor doctors or anything like that. So we're not diagnosing this man. We're just having a conversation about it. But it seems as though you may be on to something, Avi, in that his best days, so to speak, may be behind him. But I wanted to, to mention a, a, a conversation that I'm having with Zoe 
um, he he definitely was. Uh, first of all, we think that therapy is is definitely needed, right, Avi? We think that <laughs> it seems as though some form of therapy is is needed in in Neo's situation because multiple people are calling this out. Um, but in this conversation with Zoe, he was ma- making mention of Babyface, right? Babyface, who has been a star in Rich for a very long time, made a transition very comfortably in his career. Well, seemingly comfortably in his career. Uh, we don't know. But maybe this is something that Neo is experiencing, just not knowing how to transition in his life properly from being a superstar to maybe something in the background. But before we move on, uh, I-, I wanted to mention that this is part of the clip. She, Sade, the children's mother, wrote a lot on, on uh, social media. She says, everyone, including his mother, associates, myself, and Crystal, have all individually said and agreed that none of us can recognize this person he has become. She said, uh, all these folks, including him, keep pointing at each other, pointing out witchcraft, which I found funny, but they actually might be onto something. She says, I'm about to pull my hair out. If y'all allude to me one more time, she's basically saying I'm not the problem. Um, But she's basically saying that none of his people are recognizing the person that they once knew. So I guess all in all, this this definitely seems like it could be a longer conversation. But all in all, he's been accused of having an addiction or multiple addictions. He we know from his past his all his relationships for the most part as an adult have been public relationships and they seemingly have all failed and they seemingly all point to infidelity on his part and so I don't know she may be onto something but I guess where where it lies for me is that he should seek out some form of therapy and um, I, I hate to really point the finger at people and tell them they have issues I hate to be the one to always be like you need therapy but in this case in love, I'm saying that he seems like he does need therapy. And I think we all agree with that. Is that right, Avi? Well, I mean, it's really hard to say from someone who doesn't know him. I'll sure. say if what if what she said is accurate, then absolutely. But right. that's just we're just basing this off of what one person said. Now, is it true that his mother and, and everyone else in his life can't recognize him? We don't know that because she's the one who said it. Maybe she's not accurate in that. But if she's accurate, then absolutely. I mean, there's this thing. If enough people tell you you're drunk, then you need to sit down. And mm-hmm. so if if he is is getting the same feedback and advice from everyone in his life, including his mom, then absolutely you need to try to see about some therapy. Sure. I think therapy is a very healthy thing for, for a lot of people. It's, a lot of people. It has all of us. Let me tell it. Yeah. Let me tell it. All of us can get a therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Peter, there's a lot of stigma, especially, you know, uh, with, with the, the previous generations. I think as we as we continue on in life, we're, we're, it's becoming more acceptable and more more widely known that therapy is a good thing. And it's OK to not be OK, as they say. Mm. It's OK to seek help. I think we, we as, especially as black people, we don't always know when to ask for help. Definitely. And that I think asking for help at the right time is a sign of strength. And I think that if he if he is going through some of this stuff, then you know he he needs to absolutely seek help and and uh, uh, mental health um, mental health adjustments and therapy. Hmm. But I think um, you mentioned Babyface. You know, Babyface is is a is a rare person. He he's always been very comfortable behind the scenes. 
he's been primarily been a writer and producer whereas neo has been he's also written he wrote irreplaceable for beyonce mm-hmm. and, and and many others but he's but he's primarily had his career in front of the microphone and i think that now that maybe that those days are over if not uh almost over then he might be having a hard time with that and that might be manifesting itself in other areas of his life but yeah. therapy is always a good thing especially if enough people in your life are telling you that you know they don't recognize you yeah uh we we agree on that um marcus atkins says midlife to me is at 50 neo is 43 well also neo has experienced things that 50 and beyond have experienced too so things are coming at him much faster and he's experiencing life in a different way than most people right so but um, also but also also though robin mm-hmm. sorry i didn't mean to cut you yeah, off but fine. also that thought that midlife is at 50 how many of us are going to see 100 i mean come on now mm-hmm. i mean honestly midlife is probably yeah. closer to, to 40, 40 something, yeah. if you're lucky sure. if, you, if you're lucky and so you know i mean this, this shoot midlife back in in the, in the 30s might have been 25 mm-hmm. you know i mean the life expectancy is i think 70 something so yeah if you're if you're lucky 50 is, is the midpoint in your life but a lot of people experience those midlife uh, feelings probably in their early to mid 40s mm. all right everybody uh all, all all people who agree with therapy <laughs> for all of us regular raise your hand <laughs> i mean i i don't even I, I, I god knows i do not want to experience the feelings of what a midlife crisis could be i don't know what that looks like obviously we hear different things on television and you know you hear people talk about it all the time but it's something that always sounds more like a negative thing. I mean, for God's sakes, we're calling it a crisis, right? So I don't want to experience what that is. Hopefully, uh, most of us don't. And so journaling therapy, I think, could all do us some good. So <laughs> we will leave it there. But if we find out anything more about Neo in this situation, hopefully things will uh, go well in his favor and we will bring that to the Raw Report. Uh, before I let you get out of here, though, Avi, um, I know that you we, we, we were going to talk about this award show season. Um, y'all know I'm not <laughs> done with it. I actually just posted a clip and I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm really not trying to come at this girl at all because I really like Chloe Bailey. (laughs) But she did it again. We were at Jason Lee's, uh, his Hollywood Unlocks Impact Awards, which was really nice. It was very nice. Everybody came dressed up actually more so than the BET Awards, which was very interesting to me but it was a a nice dinner and a and an award show after me uh, afterwards which speaking of babyface he was awarded uh as well for his lifetime achievement but <laughs> chloe bailey who was also receiving an award did it again she walked right by all of the journalists and i'm thinking there's got to be something to this there's a reason that she's not talking to anybody maybe she's trying to pull a beyonce very early in her career and not you know have anything to say to anyone i'm not sure what it is but there were other things that i've noticed about just the awards season and my question is really have we gotten away from black excellence and do for some reason i feel like when people show up at these events we think it's opulence we think that it's black excellence, but it's really not. There's, you know, a timeliness factor. There is uh, all kinds of chaos and people who actually are supposed to be working, who are not doing their very best. In your opinion, though, Avi, have we gotten away from that? And can we get back? 
Do you mean just the award shows itself or showing black media the love that, that we I know I, I went on a rant about the black media, but just I'm talking about the awards, <laughs> the award season. I just wanted to po- point that out. But no, just the, uh, the 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 idea and the concept of black excellence at these award shows. We seem to have gotten away from it a little bit. And can we ever get back? I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question, Robin, because, you know, I'm, I'm someone who grew up watching the Source Awards and. I don't know if we consider that black excellence. When, when it wasn't nice supposed saying, to be. The Source <laughs> Awards was not supposed to be black excellence. <laughs> with with Suge Knight saying, if you, with Suge Knight calling out Puff Daddy, saying, if you don't want yeah. your CEO dancing in your video, come to death row. Right. You know, that's, that's what, that's, that's what the, the, the black award shows I grew up watching. So I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> say that. Oh, I, I don't think award shows are the best place for black excellence. I'll just say that. I think that mm. black excellence exists exists all over the place. But mm. um, it, I don't think award shows are that place. I think award shows are a lot of people who, you know, are, are feeling themselves and in and, and most cases rightfully so. But I just think it's, it is opulence, it is decadent, it is a night for those people to be celebrated for what they've achieved. But there's also a lot of messiness. And I just think that that, that is not the best of us just because there are some of us there who have a lot of money and a lot of fame and prestige. Good point. I tend to think that black excellence still does exist, but it does depend on who is behind the event, the award show. So the NAACP awards, you're not going to catch craziness. You're not going to you're not going to show up there looking all kinds of ways, you know, just throwing on anything. You are going to dress up to the nines when you go to the NAACP awards. Miss Diddy, again, she just had a toast to black Hollywood event for BET Awards. Everybody was dressed to the nines because it was it's what you expect behind the person or the entity or organization that throws it. And I think it's saying something about maybe the BET Awards or any other award show for that matter. You mentioned the Source Awards, the Hip Hop Awards. When you know who's behind it or who is putting this event on, it sort of gives gives you an idea of how you can show up and you think you can come any old kind of way. But uh, so so in terms of like splitting the difference, I think we know that it it, stu- it did excuse me it does still exist. Um, I just want it to exist all across the board, and I hope that we can get to a place where at some point it will exist across the board. Because I'm proud of us always. I'm I'm so proud of Black people, mm-hmm. but I want us to show up mm-hmm. and show out and be great at all times because we know that these award shows and all of the headlines in the in the news, you know, the blogs and things like that, everybody sees them, not just black people. So I hate that anybody else can call us out and call us ghetto and call us not knowing how to act. I I just, I despise the fact that anybody could possibly think that. And that's why I'm so big on this, this black excellence. Um, So that's just me and my opinion. I I actually really want to go deep with this at some point. I don't know if we'll get to it, though, Avi, because we got to let you go. (laughs) But I definitely, (laughs) as always, appreciate you so, so much for calling into the Raw Report. Please let everybody know where they can follow you online. Well, I appreciate you, Robin. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Avi Bernard. That's A-V-I and then Bernard. And, of course, I'm on the air right here on KBLA Talk 1580 every Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Yes, he is. Y'all got to check him out. He knows what he's talking about. Avi, you always put on a great show. So we appreciate you here at KBLA. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your evening. You as well. 
Thank you. Forrest Harrison says the Soul Train Awards, the Lady of Soul Awards. Yes, and the Dove Awards. These are all things where people still bring their best. So, yes, definitely a great shout out. And Mimi, no, Chloe Bailey is not shy, but I digress on that. I digress on Chloe Bailey. All right. Uh, when we come forward, I will get to your Who's Got Next. It's actually a bop. Okay, that's coming up next on the other side. <laughs> You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report. With Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, y'all, this one is super fire. Uh, I don't know if you remember this show. It was a reality show in 2020. For Pharrell Williams, we know him, super producer, his uh, Pharrell Williams hometown community leaders attempt to build one of the world's most inspiring gospel choirs. And the, the gospel choir is called Voices of Fire. Here it is called Joy. Joy featuring Pharrell Williams, who put this group together, this choir. Uh, okay, Kanye's Sunday service better watch out. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, definitely make sure you follow them because I think they're on to some great things. Um, what I don't want you to miss. Listen, have you ever been to the Essence Festival? Well, you have a chance. This uh, Essence Festival is coming up June 29th through July 3rd, which is pretty cool. I've never been actually, and um, but it's probably something that you want to check out. There are some great things happening there. There's films. Um, there's uh, performances, obviously, on all these different stages. Something that you definitely want to try to go to at some point if you can. Especially for those of you who are already down in New Orleans. I want to go. I've only been to uh, New Orleans one time in my life. It was great, but it was not for the uh, Essence Festival. 
So I'm telling you this in advance. If you want to get your tickets, go ahead out and support. Uh, again, I know someone who's showing a film out there. I'm, I'm Again, I don't think I'm going to be there. Not unless somebody pulls a quick, uh, a quick, you know, hit me up and say, do I want a gig out there or something like that? But anyway, <laughs> uh, another great show. I want to thank Avi Bernard, Bernard, who uh, chimed in today, called in and, and, you know, was the contributor for today. He's always awesome and well-rounded and all of the things. So make sure that you catch him on this coming Friday, as well as every other Friday on Ariva Martin show. You don't, you don't want to miss that. Okay. So coming up next, the voice of reason, you already know Zoe Williams is going to bring fire. The name of the show is called your humanity scares me. Ooh, that's actually a topic that I love. Uh, he's going to be asking questions such as, uh, does authenticity provoke paranoia and shame in a deeply insecure partner? I mean, it's going to, it sounds like it's, it's going to get deep. All right. So he's always talking great things about relationships. If you guys have any questions about that or you want to get some insight on your relationship, you definitely want to stay tuned for The Voice of Reason coming up on the other side. Thank you, guys. I see you all in the comments. It was a great show, and hopefully you will meet me back here same time, same bat place. All right, you guys, I'm Robin Ayers, your host, and remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. Mm-hmm.